It looks like the clock is about to strike midnight on this Cinderella story. It's uh, refreshing, yet uh, displeasing to the eye. Somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. In the dying seconds! Unbelievable! They wouldn't say die! That just shows that they didn't come to play. They really come to play here at the MCG tonight. Hello and welcome to a very special Christmas edition of They Came to Play. And we have got the band back together this week. It is myself... Limo, Anthony, Limo, Lehman, uh, Danny McGinley. Hello, hello. Uh, yes, me, Danny, John, Terry McGinley. Uh, and no, uh, the Chelsea former Chelsea captain is my nickname. Uh, John, John Terry. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Uh, and uh, Tess Louise Armstrong. Hello. Tess- Tess Louise Joan Armstrong because I was a Catholic and I got the confirmation name, so I chose Joan because of Joan of Arc, obviously, young femo, and um, just living the dream. It's great to see you too. Merry Christmas. Lovely to see you too. But when you said Joan Armstrong, I thought of Joan Armour Trading because that's my age. Drop the Pilot. Remember that I, song? I have no idea what that is. What is that? Drop, drop the Pilot, Fly My. Yep. Uh, I interviewed her once. She was a, a wonderful, wonderful woman. Yeah. Go listen to Joan Armour Trading if you're out there. Tess, can you sing a bit of the song for Danny? I can't sing, so it's not no, going to help. No, I can't. <laughs> okay, I'm happy to live without this. You know, yeah. just when I hear, you know, it is quite weird we have Joan of Arc as this, you know, uh, this French warrior. Because most Joans I know are now in their 70s. Yeah. So I'm picking, you know, what was she going to do to the English? Bake them some scones that weren't nice? It's, it's weird that name hasn't come back. You know how a lot of names like Mabel and Elsie, they're back, right? And they were old women's names but Joan has not returned yet but Joan of Arc was such a fierce I think it's like complicated because as you get older it's a bit, of, a bit of a weird story so you know maybe but maybe bring back Joan in 2022. Let's celebrate a 15 year old was burnt at the stake. <laughs> Joan of Arc she was a fierce little upstart if you ask me. <laughs> there's a cafe there's a cafe in the town where she was burnt at the stake uh where it's like oh courtyard views of the pyre you know it's like that's what it's about but you can sit outside and look at where she was burnt off like that all right i can't wait to go but also a bit brutal was she i mean i'm not right across the trial of joan of arc but did she did she have to weigh the same as a duck was it one of those (laughs) was it a monty python style trial it was a um it was a hating woman trial in the in the olden days like oh you're a woman you must be a witch and therefore, that's the evidence we need. Oh, Lord didn't Bert. she? Yeah, we, we, we're selling Joan a bit short there. She did. She did kill a lot of soldiers, didn't she? Like she led the, led a battle for the French that's against true, the but English. She was Bert, she was murdered by the French. It wasn't, you know, it was about it was a battle, kind of like a. Uh, who was in charge at the time in the church, and she said that she heard voices from God, which they they took offence offense at because this was an old man who he presumed he would also be hearing God. If God had something to say, why would this young peasant woman be hearing God? Um, she must be making it up, therefore she must be a witch. A witch. I think heresy was the official charge in the end, wasn't mm. it? Which, yeah, when I first yeah. read it, I thought hearsay, and I thought, well, that's you can't get, <laughs> you can't get convicted on hearsay, surely. Oh, you can if you're a woman. You you know, can. So. That's hey, right. The, the laws have changed by now. The legal system's totally updated about hearsay, but you know, heresy. I I still think could be my undoing. So I'm still waiting for my time to come on the heresy charge. But anyway. <laughs> 
We talk about uh, you know Joan of Arc hearing God's voice. Which mm. which which sports commentator do you think's God's voice will you know probably when you die and God talks to you, mm. you will you know he'll take you know often God takes on an appearance that you will understand. So I imagine God's voice will be I don't know maybe yeah. I think Kelly Underwood would works for me. Uh, yeah. She's just so authoritarian and and confident. I think for me it's probably because I always go I always err towards cricket commentary when I'm yeah. talking about an authoritarian yeah. sort of that peaceful sort of voice. It's either Jim Maxwell or Tim Lane for me. Mm, mm. Those two together in the ABC commentary box is the sound of my <laughs> is the soundtrack of my childhood. Yeah, I suppose if it's true that your life flashes before your eyes, you know, or your ears um, in this case, then you'll probably hear nostalgia from childhood. And in that case, I'd probably take Dennis Cometti because I presume that like anyone's going to have a bit of a sense of humour about it all. And so Dennis, to me, would be that comforting voice, like a bit of humour, a bit of a laugh about where it all went wrong for me. Uh, and then that would be the end. Actually, I'm, I'm going to change mine. I want Kelly Underwood to do the regular just events of my life. But for the really awesome events, yes. I want special commentary by Steve Quartermain. <laughs> just like show me, show me like losing my virginity. It's just, oh, Danny McGinley, you <laughs> star! <laughs> Yeah, excellent. Uh, or a bit of Norman May. Gold, gold, gold <laughs> for Australia. <laughs> yes. Actually, Ray Warren, the, the rugby league oh, guy. Oh, yeah, Rab's great, great commentator. He, he, we so missed out on him never commentating yeah. Australian rules football. I just love, I love those English soccer commentators. Oh, like, I think I have said on this podcast before, they all sound like the same person to me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I swear that's all one person. John Motson yep. and Martin Tyler. They're just Martin, a two-headed monster. Yeah, Martin Tyler. What a beautiful cadence. And I, he just makes me feel happy. Do you, always, do you know what would be great, Tess Armstrong? What do you think of this? You work at the ABC, and we all used to, but you're still there. Could we start some sort of commentator exchange program mm. where we send over one of our best? Say we, we send over, like, you know, not the best of the best, not Anthony Hudson, but we send over, like, Hamish McLaughlin. Sure. And friend of the show. Well, Hamish would be happy to hear that, that, and you've, <laughs> that you've, cause you've quite clearly said he's not the best of the best. He's Well, we've always talked about Huddo's. Huddo's our, our our mm. number one at the moment. I know. You know how easily offended we are, though, as performers. Yeah, that's you know, true. I was, quick story. Go right? on. Oh, just okay. jumping in. I did a gig at the uh, <laughs> Geelong West Town Hall uh, last weekend. Because things are going well. Because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm famous and very popular. And. Uh, <laughs> Beautiful town hall, though. Beautiful town hall. Great, great pizza place around the corner. All good. Town hall. There are great people there. And I had a just a properly ripping gig it was just a great crowd it was the end of a great night and I, it was i hope this is the end of the story you're just showing up yeah no no <laughs> it was all awesome right and then i'm leaving and people are stopping me and they're saying alima that was great i'm getting compliments everywhere and i couldn't be happier <laughs> but i always have oh, test this no. nagging thing in my head that there's got you can never you can never leave a gig clean is how I say it. There's always something come niggly thing happens. Yeah. Anyway, I've talked to so many people. It was all amazing. I'm walking through the car park. I'm five metres from my car and I, I it's dark in the car park. I overhear a group of people who clearly haven't seen me, right? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And I hear one of them say, hey, wasn't that a great night? And this other bloke goes, yeah, it was. He goes, um, yeah, and Limo was really funny. For a change. Oh. <laughs> right. 
And that's the last thing I hear before I get in my car. No. I'm like, oh, I was having such a good night. <sighs> this was almost perfect until I just heard. That is so terrible. And also it harks back to what we were just saying, you know, how we picked like, oh, someone commentating the highs of our life. But that's not actually how I would ever hear it. I would only hear those one bad thing that anyone has ever said to me that still I remember from, you know, my childhood. Everything negative that anyone has ever said is banked up there right at the front ready to go, whereas all the good stuff, was there any good stuff? I don't know because it's gone. Like you don't remember it. You only hang on to that one negative little voice. So maybe imagine that guy saying it, but imagine that that's Tim Lane. You know, maybe that's how you can like cope with Tim Lane situations. doesn't think you're funny. That's so harsh. That would be. I had. I spoke to Justin Hamilton about this. He said, "Okay, let's try and put a positive spin on this." That guy. Never used to like you, and you changed his mind. There you go. Oh, so let's be true. positive about it. I said, oh, okay, that's not a bad perspective. Well, do you right. know why our brains do this, though? This is an evolutionary thing. Yeah. If you're – so think back to when we're Neanderthals or, you know, walking through the, the jungle. Mm. Our brains are trained to always look for danger. Always look for the thing that's not quite oh, right. right. You know, yes, be it a, yes. You know, a, a, oh, that. Hang on, that. There's a footprint there that wasn't there before, or there's a strange sound, or that plant's mm-hmm. a different colour, mm. and that is so. You know, we're always there for danger, and that's why our brains go and hang on. That guy didn't like me, so that means oh, I've got a right. I have to go over there. And kill him? Yes, is that right? yes. <laughs> kill him or or take him as a wife. <laughs> or take him as a wife. Okay. You must breed uh, with him. <laughs> okay. All right, looks like I'm heading back to Geelong after we record this. <laughs> I mean, you, you got to do what you got to do. you got to do what you got to do. Um, now, we should talk about some sporting matters. Tess, outside of AFL, what is your number two sport? My number two sport. I'm assuming, by the way, AFL is your number one sport. Yes, AFL is my number one sport. Cricket is my number two. Uh, If I'm going down the line, it's actually a – I used to be netball and now I think it's probably women's football, as in like the round ball. But I don't care that much about men's football, to be honest. I care about the Matildas. Um, and the W League, and then uh, 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 there is oh, no the W League anymore. Thank you, A League, Z- the leagues of A. <laughs> <laughs> so you know they changed it. Literally. They did change it. So so, what are they saying now? They're saying A League men's, A League women's. Is Pretty that what much. they're saying? Well, you say the A League, but then and then you differentiate if you need to, and then you differentiate after yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, yeah, and then I think I'd go down down the line in there, and then I think probably net, netball because that's what I played as a child and still care about that um and then we kind of fall into other sports but and then it just drifts off after that yeah sure so how were you excited by the test match last uh last weekend the first ashes test you know like how weird is cricket cricket is the most especially the ashes is the time where i think oh the men's cricket team Full of, you know, there's always a scandal. It's like not very likable, whatever. This, and I, I will really want it to be a close competition. And then the first day, I'm like, I don't want, I want to smash them. I want to embarrass them. I want England to go home crying. Like, it just turns me into such a horrible person that I'm siding with people that all year I'm like, oh, gross. And then as soon as we come up against England, I go embarrass them. I become the worst, and so it was wonderful, actually. And I and once again, as soon as it's over, clean slate. I want Adelaide to be close. You know, I want it to be a great competition. Blah blah blah. This the first day of play. I'll be the same. You Destroy get one yeah. fever. Yeah, 
Yeah. I do love the Adelaide test. It's such a – It's so I, beautiful. I want to go. I want to go to Adelaide Oval actually because I haven't been there. Oh, um, you've got to do it. It just looks beautiful. It looks stunning. It is a it is a beautiful ground with a great history, an incredible scoreboard, one of the best scoreboards in the world, I mm. would say. But to preserve that hill, it's a walking distance from the city over the River Torrens. It's just everything about it is amazing. I love it. Yep. I love it. I, in fact, had a uh, the, a chapter of my book. Uh, dare oh. I say it. Hey, it's, how could you get it? How could I get a copy of your book, Limo? Uh, just reach over here and peel it oh, off no, the shelf. Jesus, this is why you got sacked from Studio Ten, mate. You got to like, you got to sell these things. Oh, I don't know. know. If I wasn't in your house. How would I get a copy? <laughs> Yeah. Look, they didn't do another run of the book, so you could search it online. If you can still get one online, uh, great. Or, or. Oh, yeah, or become a Patreon. There yes. you go. Ooh. We'll send you a copy. We do not plug the Patreon <laughs> nearly enough. Other podcasts, you listen to them, they're like, hey, give us money. Give us money, you bastards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we, we, we forget yeah. to do we, – we, hey, we, we're not forcing you to. We have, a, uh, we have a small group of patrons who we absolutely love, and they get these episodes early during the off-season. They get yes. bonus episodes. During footy season, of course, yes. yes. Uh, but if you if you go in one extra, you get a copy of my stand-up DVD and a copy of Limo's no. book. Hello. There we go. And, uh, we, and I've got a long – list of teams that I have to write something nice about and or oh, yeah. scrounge up something else. <laughs> yes. Or name your baby after all of our other Patreons. <laughs> and we should give a shout out to uh, Superb Mario, who is our number one oh, Patreon. Mario, what a legend. Who, yeah. who just He gets a bit of a thrill of just giving more money than anyone else just so we keep saying yeah. he's number one. Well, that's Undisputed Mario, champion. you are Why our not? number one. We yep. love your support and we appreciate your support. Hell yeah. You're superstar and we'll continue to give you shout outs. Damn straight. Um, While you're being so generous. Uh, So, Tess, you turn into a vile animal when Australia (laughs) play England at the cricket, much like when Richmond play anyone. 100%. But I think, oh, it'd be nice to give someone else a go. And then Melbourne got a go. And I was like, what the hell hell was that? And also, like, I'm still biding my time for our AFLW team to become dominant, which I assume will happen this season. Um, Yeah. So that I can be the same kind of jerk for the women's. Footy team as well. Hey, at least you've got one, is what I say. We've well, got to wait you, another twelve months. I have a sneaky feeling. I'm hearing, I'm hearing some good stuff, Lemo. Oh, here we go. LW team, and I, I would be very shocked if your team wasn't excellent out of the gates with Beck Goddard at the helm. But also, just in terms of the structure of that, of that team, the rest of us are going to be stuffed. Yeah, I know. There's a real. Uh, what's the it's a symbiosis. That's probably not the right word, is it? But I know that her and Sam Mitchell have an mm. excellent working relationship. Mm. It's just going to be good. And it's going to be annoying because it'll be like olden days. Like we're Hawthorne, like a dominant club that everybody wants to be like. And so just enjoy, Danny. We've got like a window probably of 12 months, I think, until their women te- women's team comes in and probably Sam Mitchell gets it together after his first year. No. Uh, before Lemo's insufferable. The game. men will be terrible for a long time. And also it doesn't, you know, it's interesting. We had uh, Nathan Burke on my other podcast, the Bulldogs one, Danny Boyd. Yes. And, uh, and I said, do you talk to Luke Beveridge much? And he goes, I, I speak to him once a week because he lives on my street. <laughs> but apart okay. from that, they do not interact. At, mm. They're absolutely separated. Oh, yeah, right. The men That's and the interesting. Women. It's so weird. It's just, and it won't be like that going forward. But, yeah, I think um, one of the good things with being one of the new teams is that you get to look at all the other teams and think, well, we don't want to do that. Like, because you still hear some stories that are mind-boggling about how the two systems are separate. And then you hear some of the clubs like GWS and, you know, the Hawks coming up where and Frio, where everything's kind of working together. You're like, oh, that's good. Well, he's, the main reason the Bulldogs are separated is due to COVID. 
Oh, right, okay. Hey, yeah. can, I give you, can I give you an AFLW prediction, Tess? Sure. You're, you're someone who lives in that world way more than I do, so I'm excited to share my prediction with you. <laughs> uh, the inaugural coach of the Port Adelaide AFLW team. Okay. Do you want to hear my prediction? Yeah. Aaron Phillips. Oh. oh. That would be great. I've just said, you know what? I've just got a, I've just got a feeling. That would be amazing. Her dad, Port Adelaide legend. Yep. Uh, great Port Adelaide pedigree. Oh. Uh, she's coached mm-hmm. before in basketball at very high level. Yeah. Uh, she, of course, I mean, she's a superstar. Yeah. Wonder, wonderful human, yeah. great people person. Very good radio yeah. host. If you're in Adelaide, always listen to no, Kiss yeah, 102. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. That's a big mistake. And um, it would also set up an amazing – imagine the drama, you know, that she's been playing with Adelaide, premiership player, and then goes and coaches the opposition. Like yes. showdown number one for the women will just be – that would be a cracker. That would be so fun. Yeah. Anyway, that's my – there you go. Love you it. heard it here. You heard it here first. I like it. You heard it here first. Let's run that. Yeah. Run that. So what I thought for our final episode of the year yes. is we could run through our highlights of sure. 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kept it to footy for mine. I mean, we could do – you know, we can talk about okay. the Olympics. We can talk about Euro. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, I've got a new number one, England losing. Yeah, I wrote that down because I wrote about Ligon Street, you know, just before lockdown. Yeah, I was there. It was great. Uh, that Euro final was just mm. one of the what a what a joyous highlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, and it was so God, predictable that. that England. It was, would- of course, yeah. it was inevitable. It was inevitable. You know, it happened to that coach back in nineteen ninety six. Yeah, Gary Neville miss a penalty. Beckham. Oh no, Beckham was 04, Sorry, Beckham was 04. Yeah, no, Gary Neville, I think, was ninety. Whenever Euro was then ninety six, I think. Yeah, it would have been because yep. the World Cup that was, was ninety eight. Football was coming home. It was in. It was in England. Ah, Skinner and Badil released the song. God, they love, and I did love when uh, the whoever scored the winner for Italy, uh, he ran to the nearest camera and just screamed at it. It's coming to Rome. Yeah, it's coming <laughs> Rome. Yeah, yeah, coming yeah. Rome. Nice. Unbelievable. Uh, that's, there's our t- that's our ten in our top ten. I don't know. Let's not make an official ranking. Uh, I have actually more than five. Uh, so that was good. I think Hawthorne drawing with Melbourne, uh, clear highlight of the year. <laughs> I challenge myself no Bulldogs references in my top uh, oh, five. Oh, right. Okay. So, do you, actually, uh, I looked at uh, Reddit Sports of Fun, which is my favourite uh, subreddit, I believe it is. That's where people show wholesome moments in yeah. sport oh, yeah. or funny okay. things. Sure. Um, number one for the year, an Aussie rules moment. <gasps> Worldwide. Hang on. Let me guess what it was. Go for it. Oh, well, was it Melbourne winning the flag? Oh, God, no. Oh, no, right. no, okay. no. Well, that, that got downvoted a lot by at Danny McGinley. Hey. <laughs> downvoted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sporting moment of the year globally. Sporting moment. Um, yeah. So, well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Is that what it is? It is sort of. Yeah. But it's it's it it's not just like something that happened on the field. Although it does involve something on the field. I've really confused you okay. and made this. But, but it's an AFL thing from this year. Yes. Mm, right. Okay. What? But it's not the focus of it. Isn't on the ground. That's right. Yep. Yeah, right. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, is it Alistair Clarkson leaving with a year left on his contract? I did upvote that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but I but uh, I, I wasn't strong enough to get it through. Give us a clue. Uh, it was, so it's something that you don't need to understand Aussie rules to see what is awesome about it. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's It happened in Adelaide. 
can give you that as well. And it happened in Adelaide. Yeah. Any ideas, Tess Armstrong? I'm trying to remember the year at all. Yeah, um, yeah it is hard to remember the year, isn't it? Yeah. And something that it happened just, in that. It's something that happened during a game. But during it, a game, yes. Oh. And I'll tell you. I'll, 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 is it Nicola Spiria? Uh, with her, do not touch that ball. <laughs> no. If the ball goes into the crowd, um, no. It, it was during a match, and it does involve the crows. Uh, during a match, I reckon there's a listener who's screaming at you two through their 100%. headphones. Yeah, right. right. Was it a player like falling into the crowd or something? No, no. Good guess. Okay. Good guess. That was um, probably the year before. Um, to, so something they've done. Something nice has happened. Like, something nice has happened. Not organised by the club. But it just something organically nice happened. And it involved a young player whose last name is Ro. You guys have forgotten that. Oh, was you? it Roe's dad commentating Stephen his first Stephen Rowe goal. commentating oh, his son's right. goal. Number one oh. on the year for, for Reddit. Wow. Sports are fun. That well, was a great moment. I mean, that was exciting for him to call his son's goal. Yes. That was a moment. And that actually relates to something on my list, which was Jess Fox winning gold with her dad commentating, which was a similarly wholesome moment but just less enthusiastic. Remember his dad? His dad chose to remain professional, which i got to be honest, is disappointing. Yeah, I know. Un-Australian. A choice, yeah. Yeah, yeah a devastating well, blow. Un-Australian. He's not Australian. So there you go. Ah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, He's, story checks out. He's a... He's English. So, French, English dad, French mum, Aussie gold medalist. Yeah. Gold medalist. So, that's number one. I had another one for, I mean, goal of the year was probably my favourite goal of the year for a long time because it it had skill. It had, uh, it was actually really important in the story of the game. So, it was Frio. What was the goal of the year? Frio v West Coast dying moments. Uh, uh, Anthony Hudson calls it with, you have every right to not believe your eyes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You'd think I'd write down the player's name. Who kicked that? Was it Sarong? (laughs) Yeah, Sarong. It was, it was Sarong, right. yeah. Sarong, Sarite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Caleb Sarong. Yeah, there we go. Hmm. Geelong boy Lemo. So, you know, you might see him in your travels. <laughs> I might see him in my travels. <laughs> when you're playing. I, I may have to marry him. I you don't may, know. I don't know. You've got to do what you've got to do. I don't know. When are you booked to play East Geelong Town Hall? There's <laughs> <laughs> a big rivalry between the two. I had to sign, I had to sign off on a uh, performance exclusivity <laughs> Then to say I wouldn't perform at the East Geelong Town Hall for at least 12 months. Oh, so. That's awkward. That's where I'm playing this Friday. <laughs> fight, fight, fight. Oh, no. Oh, friend against friend. Amazing. Uh, yeah, goal of the year. Great. Love it. All right. I'm still trying to think through great sporting moments yeah, from I the last. I think the, who was our swimmer who got excited? And Ariana Titmus. Ma- Maka, Maka McEwen, Ka- McEwen. Oh, Kayla McEwen. Oh, yeah, actually, Titmus coach. There we go. Yeah, Titmus. I Timmis thought that would be a number one. Tippers' coach humping the barrier. Yes, it was great. <laughs> I love that. Seriously, that was the Olympics was special this year. I know it was because of lockdown and stuff, but also the timing, like the time zone for Australia really worked very well. So we were able to watch all those great moments. Um, Peter Boll, you know, in the really thinking he was going to, our runner, really thinking he was going to come through, was just amazing. And also just had all the moments, like, Jess Fox, as I mentioned before, Titmus, our relay, our swimmers were just awesome. We had all these glorious Boomers. times. Our, what, what was that guy who, um, what's that funny old sport at the end where they do all of the sports and then he had his support mate who was supporting him along the way? Hang on, where, 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 where is that? You know, at the end of the Olympics is like the decathlon. 
I can't remember what the guy's name was, but he had his mate um, running along next to him. Oh, yes. Screaming him at him. To, he was kind of pacing him so yes. his 800 time would get him a medal. Yes. And it was just so great. There were so many moments. I mean, those high jumpers that, that shared. Doing the, Sudoku in between. Oh, oh. It was just great. Like, I think the whole world, it was like I remind, it reminded me that you could. there were other places in the world outside, you know, outside yeah. five kilometres. It was just it was awesome. Came at a good time. I was also awake, you know, 24 hours a day at that stage, so it was very <laughs> helpful to have all of the channels on the app to be able to watch whatever. I got super into the rock climbing. Um, yeah, yeah, rock, rock, climb. rock climbing was fun. Hey, I'm going to nominate as well while we're at it, D- uh, Dylan Alcott for the Golden Slam. Yes. Oh, yeah. This year, all four Grand Slams plus the Olympic gold medal. Yeah. Definitely. Although, though these all international moments were very good, were they as good mm. as Zach Bailey kicking the winner against Collingwood no. after the siren no. the week after he was denied yeah. kicking the winner against Geelong? That was iconic. That was- yeah, look, it was good. It was. I did enjoy it. Yeah. And um, I was with you in the pub, Limo. You enjoyed it at great volume. Yeah, no, I really got excited about that a lot. <laughs> in fact, I did later on wonder if we were annoying other people in the pub with our excitement. But I think there was only like two Collingwood fans there. Yeah, they did look annoyed. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I sure mean- that was completely our fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did lose the game. They did lose the game. Um, I do have to, I know, Danny, you don't want to talk about this, but the Demons, um, you know, fine, whatever. Oh, we've lost but Tess. Oh, she's got a bad connection. Oh, no. Uh, uh, I'm going to walk out again. The moment, oh, no. oh, my God, that was, it made me laugh. Um, but the moment, you know, a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was last week when they all got to the G and all the D's fans got invited to the G to watch the game on the big screen and it just was so lovely and Neil Danaher was there and I just like, it was one of those just great moments, like any kind of. Did you watch it, Tess? Like did you watch footage on the news of that? Because I, I couldn't yeah. bear to watch it. Okay, how, how much of the MCG did they fill? I don't know. I can't tell Because it looked like, no, like I saw a lot of Demons fans on the streets that day. Mm. Yeah. But then I saw footage of the MCG. It looked like only two bays. So I just say congrats. Thanks, all the Demons fans, for coming out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, well, round one next year, we'll see how many rock up. I reckon it'll be a few. Again. Yeah, I like the grand final replay. Is it? Same. I mean, I know it's, um, you know, as a Richmond fan, I'm meant to be cross about it, but as mentioned, I like Richmond Carlton has been a bit of a flop for many years in a row. The last season, um, I missed the game because I was in labour. And so, like, I am now a bit distracted probably on that day. Oh, I don't yeah, really it's his mind. birthday every year. Yeah. And the Carlton Richmond game will continue to be a flop. <laughs> we can only hope. Because uh, it involves Carlton. So. It's always been a fun way to begin the year. With like in the third quarter, Carlton have always come back a little bit and then we've won quite easily. So um, hopefully that remains a, a wonderful tradition. No, Tess, I'm very into grand final replay. It's great. Only you think they're coming back because the rest of us know Richmond have won quite comfortably at that stage, but you are seeing the panic stations because they kicked, what, two goals in a row, even when and you're Alex 50 Rance points up. And Alex did his ACL that time, you know, and oh, then he, awesome. he never played again. So it's a cursed game, so I'm happy for uh, you to take it. The grand finalists should definitely have it. it was well, I do feel a bit nervous because uh, out of the last, I think, 20 years, only one only two defending premiers have lost the grand final replay, and that is Hawthorne in 2009 and mm. Richmond in 2018, yeah. probably meaning that they came to play curse will continue. Oh. 
and we will lose the grand final. Re- Although we're not the premiers, so maybe no, that's you're hope. Not, you're that means you'll win. Actually, oh great! Oh thanks. You've friend. reversed I- the curse. Yes. <laughs> See, I felt bad on grand final day, but now I realise yeah. it was the right thing to do. Yes, totally. But I just um, know, big- even if the Bulldogs win that game, we're going to get Melbourne fans going, "Eh, we won when it counted. We won when it counted." Wow. And there's no real response to that apart from piss off. The only response to that is scoreboard. Yeah, nice. Scoreboard, Scoreboard, yeah. That's it. That's all you say and then you just walk away with your dignity. It does remind me. I remember once, I can't believe I asked this question, but we were, it was the first before the game of 2012 and uh, Josh Fraser was our guest and Collingwood had just beaten the Gold Coast Suns. So we were interviewing him post-match on before the game and I said, hey, Josh, does that round one win over the Gold Coast Suns make up for your grand final loss last year? <laughs> That's a good joke. And, you know, it did get a bit of a laugh, but I don't think he loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't go down in his highlights, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all right. I mean, he, little did you both know that Josh Fraser were about to go on to great heights in 2012 and belong. Oh, yeah, hang on now. Yeah. Oh. He ended up, he, uh, he, weird story, he played his 200th game. His first game for the Gold Coast Suns was also his 200th game. Oh, wow. So how oh, weird running out on the ground through a big banner. <laughs> it's your first ever game for the team. We had to do that. When <laughs> Travis Cloak came to the Bulldogs, he played his, like, 250th in his fourth game. Uh, yeah, so well, I, I, I was doing the banners and I went, congrats on 250 great games, but the last three were the best ones. Oh, excellent. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. rhyme. What are you doing? <laughs> Mate, if the joke goes through, you don't need to rhyme, okay? <laughs> Stop questioning uh, me. Hey, do you know another great moment, Tess? Mm. How about David Noble getting his first win for the Kangaroos on his 50th birthday mm. in his home yeah. state? Oh, yeah. Who was yeah. that against again? <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, great moments, uh, great moments of the year. This year is a huge blur to me, uh, as previously mentioned. But I will say, Ash Barty won Wimbledon this year. Like, oh yeah, let's not forget about that. Like, I do think there's a bit of a theme happening, as I mentioned before, about the Australian cricket team. That often I'm like, ugh, they're a bit gross. But Pat Cummins, delightful human being, and he's our captain. Yeah. So I have to feel like Ash Barty, Pat Cummins, Paddy Mills, highlight of the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, Dylan yeah. Allcourt winning the Golden Slam. Like, it's a real moment to be a decent human being and um, not before time in tr- in professional <laughs> sport, to be honest, and I kind of love it. Like, uh, you feel S- Sam Kerr. Sam Kerr. That hip and shoulder against that knob on the ground um, last week is probably my sporting highlight of the year, uh, a really late run but just iconic moment and shouldn't have been yellow, wouldn't have been yellow carded surely in Australia. Nah. You'd hope not. You'd she hope would have won a car. That was, also, a, that was a good, it was a strong bump. Yeah, yellow card, whoever didn't organise security. Sorry. But if it did yeah. go to the tribunal, Tess, uh, deliberate, <laughs> medium impact, <laughs> uh, not high, uh, yeah, you'd probably get away with a fine. I yeah. should be fined at, at worst. But, yeah, it's just been a wonderful uh, year. And I just want a big shout-out to Patty Mills as well in the Olympics. Like, that watching that was just super icon iconic. Like what a legend! Hey, yeah, he, him and Joe Ingalls, just a couple of dead set superstars, and Paddy Mills smashing it with the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, who are one of the form teams of the comp? He could win himself another championship this year. Oh, to go That'd with the nice. one he's got from San Antonio. That'd be nice. I'd take yes. it on behalf yes. of Australia. We've got it. Um, Paddy Mills and 
what's his name, the young one, Giddy, have kind of got to lift it up so everybody P, can get P, to Diddy. Yeah, Yeah, what's that? Warwick Giddy's son. (laughs) I remember Warwick Giddy came to my basketball club in like under nines. Yeah, right. And uh, so he was my favourite player for a while. It's Josh Giddy. And who's he playing for? It's Josh Giddy. Oklahoma. Okay, see. But we need everybody to think of them rather than Ben Simmons at the moment. They're like a smoke bomb. You know, it's like, look over there. That's what we're about, not that, not the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, what's what's happening with Ben Simmons? I, I mean, I'm not a basketball I've guy. St- so. I've stopped following it. Yeah, okay, you know what? I'm distracted by Josh Giddy and Patty Mills, so <laughs> nice. I don't care. And Joe Ingles. Yeah, it worked. My genius plan to distract you. Um, it's it's really worked well. It has worked a treat. So yeah, we'll nominate all of those. So what are so what are the sporting moments? Were there any others? The other the AFL year? highlights I have here. Oh, Chelsea winning the Champions League. <laughs> in the, in the, possibly the men's and the women's. You could be uh, the yes, first team yes. to go double. That would yeah. be exciting. That would be yep. exciting. And it, well, it, it was good. Not often that I'll support Chelsea in a match, but when you play in Man City, I yeah. mean, that's where you have to do the uh, like, you know, who's who's owned by a bigger You've got pack to of weigh assholes. Up the evil. That's yeah. true. And you know, don't tell my Ukrainian wife that I supported the Russians over the <laughs> over the Arabs. But, uh, um, do you remember Buckley's last game? Now that oh. was an absolute highlight to beat the eventual premiers as well. Yeah, makes it that even was an amazing special. game. Amazing. That was Queen's birthday, right? Queen's birthday at the SCG, yeah. as is tradition. <laughs> as is tradition. When yes. you said that sentence, I was like, why? It's like a, it's been a coping mechanism to just completely block out the last two years. But I was like, oh, yeah, that whole thing. Well, well uh, the only other one I've got is uh, I've got two. One, uh, do you remember the Thunderstorm match? against, Also against the eventual premier, where you know West Coast and Melbourne had to stop play for yeah, the last 10 minutes, sit out for 40 minutes, and then the Eagles came back. That was amazing. Great it still moment. Didn't win. So, and uh, my personal highlight: I was uh, performing at the Sydney Comedy Festival, and uh, shout out to uh, I think I'm pretty sure she's a listener, but uh, uh, Dee Dee is her name, and uh, she chose to come watch me do stand up rather than watch her beloved Swans who were playing the Cats at the SCG that night. Oh, no. But she sat front row with her phone on KO, streamed the game with the sound down, and I came out and I said, what, 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 are you, what are you, why are you watching the footage? She goes, yeah, I'm, look, I know it's rude, but look at the score. And it was like three points in at the start of the last quarter. She goes, can I just leave it on? I went, yeah, that's fine. But you have to give everyone score updates. <laughs> every time. So every time I sort of had a gap in between bits, I go, score update, bang. And then when the Swans, uh, Swans won by two points, she genuinely jumped up and apologised for interrupting. But was like, we won. Yeah, nice, nice. Excellent. It's excellent. Yeah. I've got two more. Um, the first one is relatively serious, but an off-field situation as well, but Kurt Fernley and Craig Foster, similarly in my vibe of, you know, decent people are kind of taking over the world, but they helped get athletes out of Afghanistan, out of a war zone this year, and got they got the female Afghanistan football team to come and relocate in Australia. And if you haven't heard Kurt Fernley talk about that moment, he did an interview on the Outer Sanctum, my other pod, um, where he talked about how stressful that was, where they're all kind of waiting around the phone to find out whether or not their athletes had escaped Afghanistan and got here, and the power of sports people to be able to manoeuvre stuff like that. I mean, it's just unbelievable, like total and utter legends. And my other moment, very unrelated, is the AFLW Lions premiers. So they were just the biggest bunch of legends, the AFLW Brisbane team, and their coach, Craig Starsevich, is a delightful person, has a man bag. I mean, who couldn't love that? And <laughs> Courtney Hodder's goal, yep. if you haven't watched it, Courtney Hodder's goal is one of the best one of the best goals of all time. It's just unbelievable. And hopefully Richmond, on our trajectory, um, defeat 
the Lions next year and become AFLW Premiers. What are your thoughts? Could happen. I liked that the Lions were such massive underdogs and, and took out the Crows because the Lions have had lost two AFLW grand yep. finals and it looked like their premiership window was shutting. So I was, yeah, very happy yeah. for them and very yeah. good for the sport in Queensland. Uh, as for the Tigers being good, I mean, just that, those words coming out of my mouth just feel so horrible. Uh, uh, do you still – is, is, is tr- uh, Katie the trader Brennan still your captain? Absolutely. <laughs> right. Well, Bloody yeah, I wish you nothing but uh, COVID. This year we might actually get to go, Danny. What are your thoughts? I went to the Dogs-Tigers game at Witten Oval. At the, it was the last game of the year. I was heavily – Pregnant. I did not go. Yeah. Well, I tried to get the booing of Katie Brennan going, but uh, AFLW fans are just too nice. They're delightful. Really. Yeah. And I had permission from Nathan Burke to do it. But Bulldogs yeah, coach said, yeah, Katie can handle that. Go for it. <laughs> but uh, the rest of the fans uh, were not. Did, so. <laughs> didn't work. Didn't work. Do you know, uh, we had Nathan Burke on, as I said, on – Oh, yeah, boy. you keep banging on about Well, you know, Tess is mentioning out of podcast. If you want to talk about, you know, the uh, Beck, Cozzy and Limo podcast, uh, yeah. which I'm sure is great. Oh, which good. Bachelorette did you talk to this week? <laughs> Tune in. It's good stuff. If you're in Adelaide, listen to SAFM. Well, the, the same, Berkey was telling us that there's a uh, very hard cap on the number of hours that the AFLW players can train and be at the ground. Mm, and, you know, right. and he can't contact them outside of those hours. Okay. That's, you know, illegal. So he's, he says he's you know he's always worried why, about why, why can't he contact them? He he's not allowed to like you know because they, they've got to have a life. They're not paid. They're only part time. So yeah, it'd be like right. your boss ringing you up saying, "Hey, can you come in and work and yeah. do all yeah, this right, stuff?" Okay. So, but you know the players want him to contact them and talk, but he's always got to like pretend that he's ringing. Hey, do you see the latest episode of Succession? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, I'm thinking uh, you could play off the halfback. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Anyway, but great episode, great episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, nice. Wow. These the, oh, yeah, that is. So, yeah, you'd have to. Can he write them letters? <laughs> yeah, I think. Can he? <laughs> he said yeah. he's tempted to start a, a dog walking group at uh, a park yeah, and everyone yeah. forgets their dogs and yeah. accidentally brings a footy. Amazing. Yeah, great. Well, it brings a footy for the dog to chase. I mean, it, it all works out. Story checks out. And they all start, yeah, chasing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, surely they've got a WhatsApp group. Wouldn't they be always on the WhatsApp? I think so. But again, like, they're. The the AFLWPA have strict limits on you can't contact them yeah, right. after certain hours. A bit like you know you you know all those women who you're not allowed to contact anymore via phone, Lima. <laughs> no, that is a different set of circumstances there, Danny. And they are, they are court imposed rules that I am uh, not allowed to talk about. <laughs> so, um, well, if there are no other highlights, have we have we exhausted all of every done all of yours, Danny? Yeah, I think so. A test. Oh, um, Ange Postacoglu signing for Celtic. Oh, yeah, for me, that, that is great. just like that's my favourite manager. Yes. Managing my favourite team. Yeah, love it, it is a dream come true. And uh, he's we're only four points behind Rangers. We can highlight of that for me is when he said that um, you know people are likening him and him to Ted Lasso, and he was like, yeah, okay, but that's actually quite offensive because Ted Lasso has no experience at no all, he's like yes. at all, and I just coach the national. <laughs> team but you could you could liken me to Mr Miyagi and it was just making me laugh so much because I was like you can't really come up with your own nickname like that's not a thing that you yeah, yeah, yeah. like guys I'm so like Mr Miyagi because I'd be like I'm <laughs> so like Sam Kerr I'm not but I'll I'll try and make that a thing 
I don't see him as a wax on, wax off kind of guy. <laughs> I don't know. He's definitely he's playing the media very well in yeah. Scotland. And uh, yeah. I think I've said it on the pod before, but uh, if you go on a, a couple of the Celtic forums that I go on, the Scottish fans have worked out that when Ant calls a journalist mate, he means a different four-letter word. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Funny, funny. So, yeah, that, that's probably my major highlight. Yeah. And any predictions for next year? What's, uh, yeah. what's your what, if you what's your Christmas wish apart from you know Hawthorne win the Premiership, Richmond win yeah, the Premiership, uh, Hawth- uh, Australia win the Ashes five nil. Okay, um, yeah. I think um, Geelong will be besieged by injury <laughs> early in the <laughs> AFL season. <laughs> they will actually have to withdraw from the competition by round six. Wow! Yeah, huge, and um, that'll be <laughs> devastating for everyone. Uh, okay, my Christmas wish, since we're going that uh, weird, is um, AFL realised that 2021 was another COVID year. Yeah. So th- what they do is they reduce all matches to the score it was halfway through the third quarter, you know, with the reduced quarters oh uh, yes. thing. So uh, the grand final is n- then awarded to the Bulldogs. What a sad, sad way wow. to claim the premiership from last year. Beggars can, can't be choosers, can, Lehman. Yeah, can, you ima- can you imagine that? That would just be – that's so tragic. That was a tragic – that was a tragedy in a sentence. You got verstappened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for sure. Uh, we were discussing uh, Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton the other day as Blades of Glory. You know how there's like Will Ferrell's character and then the other oh, character. Yeah, and yeah. Verstappen is Will Ferrell's character. Right? He's like a dangerous living on the edge driver coming in yeah. to shake stuff up and totally worked. Anyway – my Christmas wish is that, well, my Christmas prediction, and it will come true, is that I'll be back on the pod because, you know, my baby's an adult now and drives. So I'll be back <laughs> with you guys talking about footy every week, which I absolutely can't wait for. And we have no captain at the moment at Richmond, at Tigerland, our men's team. And so fingers crossed that we copy the Australian men's team and give it to an unlikely source, Dylan Grimes. He deserves to be our caretaker Grimes. captain oh, until yes. the next generation. And I know it's, un, you know, cool to make defenders the captain but the defenders rule they rule the roost they dylan grimes rules he should be our captain and well could james sicily be the next captain at hawthorne no mm. watch the, <laughs> watch this space actually leaves i've got to take umbrage with your club's social media yeah. just uh they you know i know all all you know twitter and facebook posts have to have a bit of hyperbole yes uh but literally there was statements like this is the greatest news you will hear all year <laughs> CJ has number nine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the greatest news I've heard of. Wow, that's I mean, low I standards, mean, man. Dipper, Shane Crawford, <laughs> CJ. They know their audience. That's yeah. all you need to do. Know your people. Yeah, right. They, they know their <laughs> Indeed. Uh, well, that's it for uh, 2021. Thank you all for tuning in. Today came to play a very special thank you to all our Patreons. We do appreciate your very generous support mm. of this podcast. Uh, Tess Armstrong, a very Merry Christmas to you. An absolute pleasure. Merry Christmas to all. Uh, Danny McGinley, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you and to all sports fans. Uh, Celtic v Rangers is January 2nd. It'll be on KO uh, at 11 o'clock. It's going to be an absolute uh, ball terror. Uh, watch that because, you know, you'll be everyone's sports starved at that time. Get into it. And hopefully while you're listening to this, uh, we are absolutely pumping the palms in the second test at Adelaide Oval. Uh, Merry Christmas to one and all and we'll talk to you again in 2022. Nice one. Okay, stop that so I can make sure I can down.